Hey there, I'm Scott, and this is Tangents. Well, it is um, Thursday the 5th, two days after Election Day. Uh, there is, as I'm recording this, no decision, which is kind of surreal because uh, probably by the time you watch this or listen to it, uh, the outcome will be known. So you're in a different perspective than me. Um, man, and I will tell you, at this moment, if if Trump wins or if Biden wins, would not surprise me. Uh, neither one would particularly please me, although you know, I've said this many times, I voted for Biden, finally. Not happy about it, but, um, you know, Trump is terrible. Trump is just so fucking awful. Um, you know, and I'm not saying Biden is, all, is not, you know, because certainly, yes, you look at his history, crime bill, all this other shit, you know, fuck Biden, but fuck Trump just a hair more, just like tiniest bit. <sighs> but I gotta tell you, I mean, um, yeah, the, the fact that it is so close that a couple days later we don't know definitively what the answer is, and you remember this in contrast to like 2016, where before I went to bed on election day, we knew Hillary lost. Um, yeah, this is just like, whoa. So, man, it, it's just the, the situation sucks so much. The fact, like I, I walk around my neighborhood all the time. I see all these Trump signs. Um, I live in Gilbert, Gilbert, Arizona. If you Google it, Andy Biggs, if you know who he is. If you don't know who he is, Google him. But he's a terrible fucker. He is my congressperson and reelected again, of course. Uh, although I will say this, Joan Green, who I'm not a fan of, came fucking close and she did come closer this time than last. So it's progress. Yeah, but Andy Biggs sucks. Gilbert, not my favorite place. Um, I mean, here's, here's actually just a stupid anecdote because this happened right before I recorded this, but um, yeah, obviously everybody's working from home. Uh, one of my employees had some stuff that needed to be updated. So we, we had to send out some test units uh, for UL and um, well, regulatory approval, uh, for design approval, and uh, for some people just to, to validate them and test them. So before they, had, before they could go out with that, I had a firmware update. And he can totally update them. You know, anyone can do that. We have a nice app that, uh, that lets us do that. But uh, if something happened, if something went wrong, I wanted to be able to have them here so we could pull them apart um, and recover them. It would have sucked, but you know, we could do that. Uh, luckily it didn't happen. But he comes here and it's material to this that he has, you know, well, he has two cars. He has an old car, which is kind of, it has to be, it's a piece of shit little bit. Mine's kind of a piece of shit actually, although, uh, yeah, it's one of these things. I, I actually like my car. It's a 2010 Prius. And I used to, before getting this one, I was on kind of a thing where like every two years I'd upgrade. And I got to tell you, yeah, it's done pretty well. Um, it's definitely not as nice as a new car, but you know, Toyota builds a hell of a car. Um, I don't like the new Priuses, whatever, as much, but Total sidetrack. He has an old car and he has a new car which he lets his wife drive around in. Um, so he's in his old car, he comes here. And to be fair, his old car, yeah, 
comes to my neighborhood in his old car um, and, and first pulls out in front of my house and yeah, the sun is beating down on us. So I say, hey, let's go down the street and get in the shade. He does that. We go there, we're talking, we're just kind of like shooting the shit. I'm updating the stuff with my iPhone, making sure everything works. And uh, while we're there, we start hearing this bang, 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 like clanging door. I thought somebody was doing some kind of work on their uh, like security door. That's what it sounded like. It was very weird. It was like, what the fuck is that? Um, this is going on for like a minute or two. And then it kind of pauses. And then after a minute, like we start hearing some woman yelling at us indistinctly. Uh, could not understand, honestly, what she was trying to say. And we're hearing it, but you kind of gather from this. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, you got an old kind of that great car. Um, you've got a bunch of boxes on top of it. We're talking there, I'm sitting there. You know, probably looks like a, you know, not probably an actual drug deal, but probably looks like a Hollywood. Like if, if there was a drug deal in a TV show or a movie, it might look like this. Uh, it'd be stupid to, to do something like that out in the open like this, I think. But yeah, it, you could understand how somebody might think that, but still, still. Uh, finally, you know, I, I'm like, pardon me, ma'am, would, excuse me, what did you say? Um, and, 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 and like, this goes on for a minute. Finally, do you live in the neighborhood? Do you live here? And I'm like, yeah, I, this is my employee. Uh, we are here preparing some stuff to ship out. And, um, you know, just social distancing. So we're both wearing masks. We're both just standing there, um, like on the street, like updating some stuff and talking. And she's like so pissed, so pissed. And, you know, to be fair, like sounded like, sounded mentally disturbed, to be fair. Um, she's, she's yelling at us still. And then you start hearing this thing, which sounded to me, honestly, almost like if you were pretending to call the cops, what it might sound like. Uh, but she was, it was very clear she was trying. She's on the phone with somebody. Couldn't really hear what she's saying, but sounded like that. And then um, a couple minutes later, you're the, you know, we're sitting there both. Luckily for us, you know, we're melanin challenged. So uh, not likely to get killed for this. Although, you know, with cops, you never fucking know, but the odds are in our favor. But still, you know, she's calling the cops. And the first time, you know, I thought kind of bullshit. A couple minutes later, I hear it again. This time I'm thinking, yeah, she's probably actually doing it. Like the first time I think it was like a bluff, but either way, either she called him twice or she bluffed him and did it. Um, and we're just sitting there like, you know, this, this lady's calling the cops, like you could tell. And I mean, here's a um, interesting racial disparity thing, because if either one of us was black, uh, probably, First off, probably wouldn't be doing this. And second, uh, probably you know, get the fuck out of there a little bit faster. We're more just thinking like, you know, this is gonna be a pain in the ass, not this is gonna be a summary execution. But um, finally, I'm trying to wrap things up. Not a fan of cops, um, despite, you know, not being in like one of the categories of people who they tend to, to murder. Uh, yeah, I didn't wanna deal with it. So finally he goes, yeah, kind of like trying to wrap it up. He goes, I come home, I see a cop car coming down the street, cop SUV rather, and I, I like, you're just like, yeah, I know what this is. Uh, I go inside and I'm watching him from inside. 
and again, white dudes abruptly halted. Uh, he paused, looking at me, kind of looking at the cop, and the cop just kind of like waved him by. I'm sure that the cop is like, you know, just, which again, like if either one of us was black or just brown or whatever, probably wouldn't have ended this way. But yeah, it's still like, I, I, like what the fuck lady, what the fuck? Um, yeah, like a year ago, I was in my backyard and I can't remember what happened exactly. Something happened, I was back there, didn't have a key and um, that was it, I, I went, I forgot. I was, I, I got my tires changed and I lived close enough to a place that um, I could walk home and then you know, I was just gonna hang out and walk back. Uh, it's still like a half hour walk, but it was you know, like, why not? Uh, the weather was decent-ish. Walk home, get back there, and I have, I have my key for my front door, but at the moment, for some reason I couldn't use it. Um, I didn't have the garage door opener. And you know, the back door I knew, I don't do this anymore, but I left the back, I used to leave the back door unlocked. And so I, I was like, okay, oh shit, I can just go around the, the back. And, then, and to get around my gate ended up being a little bit of a pain in the ass. And I'm sure I looked a little sketchy, but at the same time, yeah, I'm back there. I finally just kind of like jury rigged something so I could open the gate from the outside, go in. I don't have a latch on the outside or a lock. Um, yeah, annoying, but still do that, go in. And I'm inside, I'm working on something. And then like five minutes later, you know, and it's like, holy shit. And I kind of knew what was coming, but like I come to my front door and there's a fucking cop out there. And I mean, this is a different story too, it's the crazy thing. Some neighbor saw me and called the cops. And I, don't get me wrong, I don't think I looked that sketchy. Yeah. I mean, I definitely don't. I'm not somebody who dresses in what people would consider to be a professional manner, but I don't think I look like, you know, I'm robbing the place. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it's kind of just dumb. And it, I'm, I'm thinking here, like how much time and money and effort is wasted on this kind of bullshit? And I mean, also like, again, you know, if, if our complexion was a little bit different or, you know, the situation was a little different, you might not just have the cops like annoying you, you might have the cops like doing some serious bad shit or killing somebody. Um, I, I, I don't understand why you would call them. I just don't, I really, yeah, at least the one seeing me doing some weird sketchy shit in the backyard, I get, okay, maybe you think I'm helping somebody because I don't know who lives there and there's this guy going in through the gate. Yeah, it seems a little weird. That one is fair ish still don't like it but it, i can get it this lady though i mean you like come on what the fuck lady so anyway that i had no intention of talking about that but it was just it's like um yeah just so dumb so fucking dumb and and if you're watching this or listening to this probably you know maybe don't if you're thinking about doing that kind of thing it just it, it, pretty much don't I think I, I honestly can't imagine a scenario where I would call the cops on pretty much anyone for anything. It, yeah, it, it's just, it seems like too much of a risk, honestly, at this point. And even if you're trying to help somebody, 
you know, you're like, oh, somebody's stranded in their car. Um, I don't think I'd call the cops. I'd call somebody else. He'd, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, shit, if there was a crime going down, I don't know that I would call the cops because, yeah, I, I think it's almost worse than the criminals. And I'm not, I don't think I'm exaggerating there, or, you know. But anyway, that being said, roll back. We're here. Uh, it is, again, two days after election day. Don't know what the outcome is. I hope Biden won, although neither one is great. Um, and it just, yeah, I mean, the stuff that I'm seeing already, like first off, I see people just assuming that Biden won, which again, hasn't been decided. And you know, I fucking hope it goes that way because, you know, I mean, just to, just to have like, I walking around my neighborhood seeing all these Trump people, I would have fucking loved to just have this, you know, like decisive blowout victory. And it's like, you know, you guys, you know, fuck you guys. You could just crawl back under your fucking holes. Um, yeah, it, that's what you'd like to see, right? You know, you could kind of, I mean, I don't think in 2016 you could really claim you didn't know, but you can kind of understand somebody who might not have, I guess, maybe. Uh, but now there's no excuse, right? And yeah, a lot of people voted on both sides this time, but you know, holy shit, over 67 million Americans voted for this motherfucker this time. Um, it's probably over 68 by, by now. I haven't been watching the count to minute to minute, but it's probably about there. And you, know, you just think like, I mean, it was bad enough in 2016 when I saw, like, I don't even remember what it ended up being, but, um, yeah, Hillary won the popular vote, but I'm looking like, he's not that far behind. And that means this many people, this many Americans, are just fucked in the head assholes. And, yeah, God, I, I just, and I, I have to say, like, I do not think you could be a good person and vote for Trump. I know people who have a relative who they think is a good person um, who does that. I know, um, yeah, I'm not going to mention his name, but I know somebody who does like a you know, nationally, like a, a serious radio show. And uh, his mother, well, now ex-mother-in-law, uh, who he insists is a good person, voted for Trump. And yeah, it's like... I'm sorry, you just don't get, you don't get to be a good person and vote for the asshole. And you don't get to say like, oh, well, I'm not a racist. Just because the racists are for him doesn't mean that everybody who's for him is a racist. It's like, yeah, but if you're for him, then the best case scenario, even if you're doing the whole reductio ad infanticidium thing where you guys are like, oh, we have to do anything we can to save the babies, which is bullshit because they don't give a fuck about kids when they're actually born. Um, sure as fuck don't do anything about it but you know even if you bought into that stuff he's a terrible fucking person he's always been a terrible person it's not like some kind of mystery it's not something that you can't see it's not some occult thing where you're like oh who could possibly have guessed yeah but 2016 you're like okay maybe you thought Hillary was she had it in the bag or whatever 2020 you know you know better, you have no excuse. 
if you didn't vote or you voted for him especially, um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't shame somebody who voted for a third party. But I would say, and I, I even kind of understand if you didn't vote at all, kind of. Although, yeah, pretty bad. But voting for Trump specifically, I, I think it's like an unforgivable offense. I think it's like, and I'm not saying, okay, there's pretty much nothing that is absolutely irredeemable. I, even cold-blooded murder. Um, I was I was in San Francisco a couple years ago, and I was taking the, um, I don't know what they call it, but the, the train, the sort of like the metro, whatever, whatever it's called, the rail. And a guy, super friendly guy, helps me out. And he was explaining to me he lived in Bakersfield and just like, you know, not that long ago, got out of prison. Uh, he was in prison for, you know, I think like 30 plus years from the 80s. And he was there because he flat out murdered somebody, uh, which he admitted to. He was, he was in a gang and he's explaining to me, uh, we talked for like a half hour while we we're on the ride. He's explaining to me, yeah, well, there's this guy and he, you know, and it was, it was very matter of fact, but it was like, you know, holy shit. And he's also explaining, you know, like I regret it, I wouldn't have, and he seemed like he genuinely changed. I mean, you know, and um, all of this, but something like that, horrible. There's almost nothing you could do that is worse in terms of an offense. But if you spend your whole life like trying to work for redemption, maybe, maybe, um, I think voting for Trump is right up there. If if you did it, um, I, I, I immediately don't think you're a good person. I think you, or, or at the very least, you're okay with somebody who's not a good person running things, um, you know, which I, I think makes you not a good person. I'm sorry, but I do. And if you did that, um, yeah, I mean, aside from just the fuck you, if you want to spend the rest of your life trying to make up for it, then maybe, maybe we'll give you, um, you know, like, okay, end of the road, you know, you, you did something awful a long time ago, and, but we kind of understand you've led a good life since then. Short of that, though, fuck that. I, I, I do not accept it as... Yeah, it's just not a good thing. It's not a decent thing. It's not something that a decent person would do. And I do try always to distinguish between the person being good and their deeds being good. Like, you know, and I, I try to like imply or like, you know, separate this out where it's not that you, this is a bad person. It's just a person who did a bad thing. I've gotten a little more lax with that recently though. I mean, like the Trump people, and especially, again, walking around my neighborhood, seeing these people, um, I, I kind of think, you know, some of you are kind of bad people. It's not just that you did a bad thing. And again, if, if you want to really redeem yourself and change and all this, uh, I'm not welcoming you, welcoming you into the fold immediately, you know, but, you know, come, do your shit, try to make up for it, and spend the rest of your fucking natural life trying to make up for it. That's the only path that you have. Um, yeah, it's just fucking horrible. And and I mean, also like, I gotta, I gotta say, I'm just thinking about like how awful this guy is. And and again, also, 
you know, I'm no fan of Biden. I think Biden is a piece of shit. It bugs the shit out of me that I, like, the idea of him winning sucks ass. Um, just like Trump, actually, I don't think either one of them deserves to be the president, and it pisses me off. You know, I'm not a huge Hillary fan, but I, I think you could claim that she fucking earned it. You know, she did the work, more or less. I mean, she may have not done all the campaigning she should have, but she definitely did the homework and she did a lot of stuff that should have, you know, um, yeah, but Biden, he's just like not fucking doing anything. He's got people doing all of the stuff for him. And I mean, granted, okay, he's, there's a pandemic, you get a little bit of a pass, but he's got Bernie. Bernie's out there um, very often like doing these rallies for him. And you're like, come on, you know, Bernie, you've done, <laughs> you've done enough. Don't put yourself at risk during a fucking pandemic for this guy. And then now, again, like it's not clinched for Biden. He could easily lose still. And there are fucking Democrats who are out there like shitting on Bernie. And, you know, I mean, it, no matter what, it's predictably they're going to do it. But he's just like, oh, it just drives me insane. So anyway, I, this is just kind of capturing a moment of um, angst and, you know, frustration both with the lady over there and with this whole situation uh, gonna get back to work so uh, not gonna drag this one out too much longer uh, we'll have a new one pretty soon I, I will say I mean this is gonna be thing, but I'm doing my first night flight which is also like a flight around the city um, to several different airports uh, in a couple days and well, early next week and it's just shocking to me, like, um, it's, it's crazy how much focus it requires and how much, um, like you're just during this training really at sort of saturation level and much more so than anything else that I ever do. Uh, the only thing I would liken it to is actually like cl when I go climbing, while you're climbing, unless you're climbing something that's super, super below your level, if you're climbing anywhere near your level. Um, while you're doing it, at least for me, I'm laser focused and in the moment. Um, yoga, I love, I haven't done it very much recently, but I love it a lot. While you're doing it, especially the kind that I do, um, you can't physically not be just in the moment. Um, it just like you, your brain and your body won't allow you to be. Flying is kind of like that. And I mean, part of it is also I do think like I'm new, so you start learning stuff, you start getting things automated and you get more comfortable. And then more and more, it's it's less of that. But I think still, especially when you're in uh, like busy air spaces or things like this, it's a lot to focus on. And uh, yeah, like this morning I did, uh, so they have a, a hood that you use to simulate uh, IFR flight. So and in this case, or IMC, instrument meteorological conditions. So like, you know, you fly into a cloud, you can't see anything. You can just see the cockpit, or you can just see the cockpit, cockpit instruments. And so I'm there, I'm looking at them. And the thing that is a little bit scary, I mean, I've got my instructor there, but I'm like focusing on something. And today I was working on navigation. So uh, they have the directional radio, essentially. It's like a, it's, it's basically a antenna and I think the old ones actually had something that like were spun around and transmitted a different uh, 
I guess it's basically like two frequencies. Um, I'm not sure if they're out of out of phase or if they have a beat or whatever, but they basically somehow because of you know whether it's a phase lock or a beat lock or whatever, um, at zero degrees they're like in phase, and then the phase shift or whatever it is. I'm just I'm using phase shift as a stand-in, but whatever it is that is like this is equivalent to the radial angle. So you have this, uh, this like basically 360 degree thing, and you can tell if you're on a particular radial from there just by tuning the, the radio and kind of setting, some, setting stuff up. And it's kind of, uh, it's kind of amazing to me actually, like I, I can think of so many ways to do this kind of stuff with modern technology, but without computers and stuff that we have, like digital stuff, I don't think I would have, I mean, I guess if I was in the situation, maybe I would have come up with it, but it, I, I, I admire the people back in the day when they came up with this shit. Um, now, I guess basically they don't have the thing rotating anymore so much. They just have like a phased array that's, you know, like basically doing the same thing, but electronically, but still super pretty, um, super kind of cool. Um, but I'm there, I'm focusing on that. I'm learning it. So while you're learning something, you're like really focusing on it. And the next thing I know, uh, the instructor's like, uh, you know, you're, look at your attitude and you're, you know, like I'm, I'm pitched 30 degrees and uh, I was climbing, you know, and, and it's like, just feels like you're sitting there like straight and level. I look over and I'm like, holy shit. And there are a bunch of moments like this that I have while I'm flying. And I think, I think the more of these that I get, the, the better, but you know, it just really makes you aware. If you focus here too long, you totally lose sight of everything else. And I'm, I'm a pretty good person in uh, like personal and professional life at both kind of balancing focus on the details and then kind of the big picture stuff. Uh, but flying so far, I'm really not there yet. I, I do think, and I can kind of feel like this is a new thing for me. I've not done it before. Uh, so it was like a lot of extra attention, a lot of cognitive load, but you know, eventually that'll get automated. I'll just kind of like not even really, you know, it'll be more like I'm, I'm driving a car. And, um, you know, I remember when I first started driving, um, mid twenties, start driving and you know, like it was so much work and so much effort and thought that it's like, look around pay attention to the speed, pay attention to what's going on, all this stuff. There are a hell of a lot less things going on in a car than in a plane. But you know, that was so much load. And now I'm in the car and I just feel, like, I, I mean, obviously it's all like automated and sort of below the conscious level, but I'm aware, oh, there's a car right over here. And you know, there's a stop sign coming up or there's, you know, like yeah, the situational awareness that I have now relative to then and the amount of effort it takes to have a much clearer sort of synthetic picture of the universe versus when I started, it was like, you know, I had no picture and a shit ton of effort. Now it's like, I have a decent model of the world, not perfect, but decent. And very little effort is required for that most of the time, unless there's something that's, you know, like, something big is happening and you have to deal with it. Um, but flying, holy shit. Yeah. It's just, it's so different. And I mean, it, it is kind of more of the same, but it's, you know, much more. 
it's also, um, I guess it, it kind of shows you how much you just focus on something for a little too long and a little too long is not that long. Uh, and you lose sight of what's going on over here. So what you have to do is kind of like bounce your eyes around like you're watching a ping pong game, according to um, not my instructor, but the guy that did uh, my check ride a little while back. Um, you know, you just have to be like thinking about stuff. Makes a big difference. So anyway, with that, um, actually getting back to work now. Thank you for watching or listening and uh, fucking hope this election goes well. And I fucking hope in the future, if you're watching this or listening to it, uh, we do everything we can to work on either approval voting or first past the post, there, blah, blah, blah. approval voting or ranked choice voting to get rid of first past the post. Um, yeah, I'm a big approval voting fan, but either that or the ranked choice is better than what we have. And also like all of these other things that, you know, basically keep us from being in this situation again, where like, I, I don't want to have to vote for another Joe Biden. And I don't want to have to be like, you know, have a fucking Trump gun up to my head. I mean, imagine the freedom you would have if you didn't have that kind of situation. It's like, yeah, I, I, I can't tell you how much it sucks to have the Trump gun up to your head. And then I know people who say, you know, eh, Biden's as bad as Trump. Yeah, you know, in the long run, maybe. Like, neither one's going to do enough for climate change. Biden, crime bill, all this, ruined a lot of people's lives. In the long run, you know, I'm not saying it's an equal thing, but it's much more of a wash. But in the short run, when you look at just Betsy DeVos or, you know, Ajit Pai, or any, you, you just go through the list, um, any of the joy, any of his fucking appointees, they're all so awful. And yeah, Biden's appointees won't be great. They'll be like corporatists. And, you know, now they're going to be a lot of fucking Project Lincoln Republican assholes. Um, sure, like motherfucker. Uh, but they'll suck, but they'll be better than Trump's, which is a crazy thing because Trump's are so terrible. You know, it doesn't take that much to be better than those. So anyway, with that, <sighs> serenity now. Please let this election come out well. Um, not that either outcome really makes me happy, but um, I don't want Trump to be, I don't want him to fucking win. I don't, I can't stand this shit. Um, and I would love to have just a little kick to the nuts um, to the MAGA people. Because I, I say this a lot, it is good to know that there are cockroaches in the kitchen. You know, you don't wanna have cockroaches in the kitchen, but you never see them because whenever you're there, they're, they scatter and they're gone. You wanna see them, kind of, but you also wanna address them and get them the fuck out of there. You don't wanna have cockroaches in the kitchen and just have the be this lingering perpetual thing, um, which is where we are now. So, you yeah. know, anyway, thanks again and uh, say Jen.